Hello, I'm Jonathan Flynn, and you're listening to the Curious Bride Podcast, helping out newly engaged couples, current brides, with tips and advice about all things weddings from my experience of photography in the wedding industry, along with previous couples' experience. So, to answer any questions about planning, booking, and ideas for your wedding, I'm here each week chatting to other suppliers and past couples about the good, the bad, and everything you had wished you had known before your wedding day. Good morning, everybody, and you're listening to the Curious Bride podcast with me, Jonathan Flint. Today, we're going to cover um, a few things from a photographer's point of view, uh, as I feel this is obviously what I've got more interest in. Um, but also, I had a, a few weddings this last month or so that have really highlighted a number of different aspects to me that I just wanted to kind of get off my chest and make people aware of. Um, so, my biggest bugbear at the moment. Um, has to be mobile phones. Um, we we do mention to couples when they book in um, on their booking form if they're having a uh, a ceremony which we call um, kind of unplugged. So an unplugged ceremony is obviously all your guests are going to want to take photos of you coming down the aisle as you're getting married, um, <clears throat> and obviously as you're you're returning back up the aisle post the wedding. Um, but there's been a number of weddings that we've shot recently where people have asked to have an unplugged ceremony but guests have just gone ahead um, because obviously they want to be with you and enjoy that moment and remember that moment and either stepped out into the aisle as you're walking down like ruining the shot for the videographer and, and also the photographer uh, but not only that um, there was a confetti shot that we did the other week and obviously everybody gets really excited during the confetti but this this relative of I think it was a bride uh, came out and, and put a load of confetti again like all over the bride and groom stepping into that shot um kind of not ruining it because obviously we've got some po- uh, pre them stepping out but uh, for the videographer it was a bit of a nightmare because they worked on a, a monopod so they had a fixed shot um, an idea of what they were looking to achieve but um, it was all kind of pushed aside as um, somebody stepped out into the confetti line. Um, now, it's fine. People people do get carried away. People love a wedding and not many people go to as many weddings as a supplier does. Um, it's just at times where you're trying to enjoy yourself and try and get things done because sometimes you're on a strict timeline um, and then everybody kind of still wants to capture their moment of of you um getting married and having having the best time um but it just kind of as as a supplier it puts us behind because obviously we try and accommodate everybody um so that everybody can still get their shots and be in the shots that we need um as as well as kind of um accepting that it is a part of life um and for you guys as well getting married i'd have thought that you wanted to see people's faces rather than people holding mobile phones up to their face uh, obviously I can't say I, I experience it that way but um, certainly from from a photographer's point of view all we we kind of see and here is people over our shoulder taking photos and and um, yeah just trying to catch catch those moments as well um, but at the same time potentially being in our in our way um, but in the nicest possible way I understand why people want to do this and why people want to get these photos. It's just obviously making people aware and educating them that it's not always the best thing to be doing at one particular time. 
And, you know, the excitement there is for the bride and groom to see the photos when they come back, the sneak peeks. Um, because I, I normally get home from a wedding, uh, nine times out of ten since these days, and I could have travelled for two and a half hours each way, two hours, whatever, I get home for one o'clock and feel the need to post something to Instagram so that the bride and groom have something to share that's not a mobile phone picture to say, oh, look, we got married, this was our day, here's a photo of us. Um, but if I'm getting back late and I, I feel that I've got to do that, and then also get up nice and early the following morning to maybe attend another wedding. Um, I'm not always fresh-faced when I arrive because I've of a late night and such. But um, it always feels like a battle against the mobile phone for photographers and definitely videographers. Um, also, this week, obviously, we're on week four of the um, podcast. We're going to just dive in a little bit as to sort of timings and venues and suppliers. Um, again, we've covered a little bit about suppliers and a little bit about menus, but just kind of putting everything kind of together. Um, so with your venue, when you book with them, um, they will allocate you what's called a wedding coordinator. Now, the wedding coordinator will go through everything with you, um, starting with obviously your timeline, what time you can look to get married, if you're getting married on site or if you've got travelling time because you're getting married at a church or somewhere other than your venue, um, <clears throat> so that we've got to make sure that all those timings can correspond um, and can work for everybody. Um, so, for example, if you're getting married at two o'clock and you're an hour ceremony at a church, your venue needs to be able to accommodate the fact that, obviously, you won't get back to the reception to maybe half past three. Um, give, give your photographer some time and your videographer time to get all the photos that you're requiring, um, such as group shots, confetti shots, um, and, and any time for some portraits, because portrait-wise, um, there are kind of said windows that we, we kind of like to photograph in, because the light's either softer or or something called golden hour, which is where the light is very, very kind of very soft and or very obviously golden, hence that name. Um, but obviously trying to factor those in around your um, timeline that you've been given by a supplier, depending on the time of year, um, can often be quite tricky, uh, especially if you're getting married, let's say in the winter time, um, where the sun sets a lot earlier. Uh, and also in the winter as well, another thing that as a photographer would factor in, if you're getting married earlier, um, the sun sets earlier, but also there's a lot more um, foliage on the trees, which may block out any sun. Um, so just being aware of what's around you and where that sun sets and stuff um, is, is kind of good for a photographer to, to know and to understand. Um, and again, it's obviously when you arrive, obviously the photographer, videographer will aim to arrive before you so that they can get in place and, and set up for your arrival. Um, just understanding with the venue that either they're in that shot or they leave you to arrive um, and don't fuss over you straight away, um, which I know may sound a little bit strange, um, but um, obviously if you arrive and they, they try and help you out of the car rather than your husband opening the door for you maybe, um, for me, I know that the, the photo that I would want is, you know, the husband opening the door for the bride to step out, um, not have some random wedding coordinator in there, um, opening the door and trying to kind of 
as, as the grooms getting out one side, the brides the other side, and kind of do everything as a couple on the day. Um, but again, like I say, all this will come down with your timings with your wedding coordinator. Um, and, and obviously they can kind of fixate those times out for you. And then when you share those times with the other suppliers as to what times like um, venue stylists can get in to dress the, dress the barn or, or the teepee or, or wherever you are, um, then obviously let, making sure that they've got enough time to get done what they, they need to do and you, you've got contracted with those um, rather than kind of rushing around um, last minute because they couldn't get in early enough because of yesterday's wedding still being in there. Um, that, um, yeah, so that everything can be done ahead of schedule uh, and on time for your arrival. Um, Suppliers-wise, they, they will all have booking forms um, that kind of will cover all this for you. Um, and obviously, everybody's wedding will be slightly different. So make sure that everybody's timelines on all the different booking forms with all the different suppliers do line up. Um, and if you're unsure, just write out on an email your, your preferred timeline, send it to all your suppliers, and they've all got a copy of your timeline, just so that everybody's working off the same kind of hymn sheet. Another part of the day, which I often see um, a lot of other suppliers, is that is the wedding preparations. Um, so there you've got your florist arriving with the flowers for the bride. Uh, you've got the makeup artist, the hairstylist. But not only this, you've got people there that aren't suppliers um so you've got your bridesmaids um which are often so excited for you for your day um and they will do anything to help um just be mindful to, to kind of set um things that you may want to do um so for example moving your dress from one room to another um making sure that your dress is steamed is it are these things that you're they, they're going to be nice video and nice photo rather than having photos of your bridesmaids carrying your dress from room to room. Um, if you're wanting the kind of traditional shot of your, your dress hanging up, is it on a nice hanger? Is it, It's not on a plastic hanger, hanger sorry. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's all these kind of a little bit of attention to detail that you can make before the day. Um, is there enough light in the room? If you're wanting the shot of your dresses hanging up, maybe... Um, don't leave it to a bridesmaids to put them all in the window because then there's no light in the room to take that photo because the, the dresses are against that light coming in. Um, but also make, making making sure that your bridesmaids have fun, that's the most important thing, and enjoy themselves with you. Um, but at the same time, they kind of can relax. There's nothing worse than a, a group of bridesmaids really excited um, and really kind of like um, making things happen rather than letting things happen for a photographer. Um, but um, again, you know, making sure you're having that fun, you're enjoying yourself and they're enjoying themselves is, is the main thing. Um, and you, you're going to be in makeup, you're going to be in hair. Um, and again, that, that time in the morning is very kind of tight. So we may only have two hours with you, an hour and a half if there's a lot of travel involved to, to your wedding. Um, so kind of when you're, when you have your makeup and your, and your hair done, I appreciate that, um, you're going to want to get photos. You want to get, uh, some videos as well. And people like to make, uh, TikToks and social content. And even for the suppliers that are there in the morning, um, nine times out of 10, every wedding we go to the, the makeup artist likes to do, um, a good five minutes worth of videos and, um, 
photographs um, so that they can promote the work that they've done, which is great. Um, but as long as all this is kind of factored in and, and so that even if you have to have your photographer there just half an hour earlier um, or leave a, a tiny little bit later, just so that you're not rushing and panicking on the day. Um, so next week, we're going to be talking a little bit about destination weddings and planning your wedding abroad. Um, I have done one destination wedding myself. I've spoke to a lot of um, photographers who have done a lot um, ideas, uh, locations, and also um, where to start with planning a destination wedding. Because for me, that would be the biggest kind of query in my brain. Um, but if you're wanting to get involved with this podcast, uh, we are still on Instagram at the underscore curious underscore bride underscore podcast. Uh, and we are on Google Mail at Gmail at the curious bride podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to the Curious Bride Podcast. If you want to get involved, we're on mail at the Curious Bride Podcast at gmail.com. Also, we're on Instagram at the underscore curious underscore bride underscore podcast. Feel free to send us any questions or advice that you have for anybody planning their wedding. See you next week.